Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Square Ball Podcast. Welcome to the show. It's brought to you along with Levi Solicitors, who will offer you a 10% discount if you go through us. LeviSolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. 10% discount on your legal fees. What's the best thing that Levi Solicitors do right now that they want us to tell the audience about, Michael? I'm going to say Will's Pro Bank. No. no. It's February now. That was January's oh, offer. Uh, is, is Rob taking over then? Obviously, they, um... obviously they, they do employment law, which is very pertinent at the minute. If you're changing mm. jobs, for example. Mm. Professional negligence. Yes. <laughs> also. Um, but the important thing is they've got the online booking system and can help you no matter where you are in the country. You don't have to be in Leeds. LeviSolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball for details on that. So this is uh, this is propaganda. Before we get into propaganda, which is a show about stuff that's been said in the football world over the last seven days, um, we want to have some hot mug chats, don't we? Do we? I mean, we can do, yeah. It just made me feel a bit sad last week. I mean, we're... if you've been following Muggate, do you want to explain what's happened with, with Muggate? Because we... So going back some weeks, we had lots of Pat Bamford mugs before mm-hmm. Pat Bamford made his comeback. And then what happened? Sold too many. There was a, a, an issue with the Royal Mail where you couldn't send stuff abroad for a couple of weeks. Bored now, get cut to the chase, During Michael. that time, we'd sold some mugs abroad, couldn't send them, we'd restocked. Turned out we'd, we said we had more than we had, so we sold them. So now, having had about 100 and odd Pat Bamford mugs, we that, thought we'd never that sell. That we could not get rid of. We've now printed some more <laughs> to fulfil <laughs> orders. <laughs> So they're going out soon. Although I was made to feel a bit sad by John Locke in the YouTube comments because we were also praising last week someone who bought a Dan James mug and, and he said, uh, hi lads, I bought the Dan James mug. Admittedly, it's the one, one spoon price for our fantasy football league. Nothing against the man. So hey, it'll, it'll so still he's, go, a, he's a joke. It'll still go to a good home though. That's the important thing. I guess so. Unlike, so. unlike Dan James. I, I was hoping it had been bought by a fan, but yeah. never mind. We've got loads of Dan James mugs, haven't we? Not many, actually. No. no. Is it the Rafinha ones? <laughs> Don't the make Ruf- the same mistake. Again. Is it the Rafinha ones we've got to sell now? I'm going to talk down the Dan James books because I'm not sure how many there are. Plenty of Rafinha ones, yeah, just buy them. <laughs> just buy well, them. Well, it was nice. It's a nice way to remember Jesse by the, the good player that Our we have. Our best wing back, the, the, the long throws. The long throws. But, yeah. he, you know, he saved us at Brentford, didn't he? Hey, so. we've, um, we've heard from Scoobs, haven't we? So, should we get your take on things, Rob, and, and your chat about Scoobs in a second? Should we do, because we're doing a new Mega Mix format now, aren't we, at the start of this mm. with the Leeds clips? Should we do that first and then hear from Rob? Get the get the bloodletting out of the way at the start. Yeah, I mean these were all sent in post Forest pre sacking, so they've they're of a of a time. So that... you you know when Bielsa was sacked and we did that show where we got people to send in voice notes, is it a bit like that where you know people were in tears listening to it? Or it's people. Some people are almost close to tears in this, I would say, <laughs> but it's um, it's not for the same reason. So th- this isn't a selective bunch either. This is not everyone who sent a message in. But there were no pro Jesse comments. It's right. not like I've taken those out and said we're not broadcasting them. 
just in case anyone's going to get pressures about it, saying you, you've only had the negative things. You hate the, him because he's American, don't you? There were no positive things. You hate so him. So this is, this is a cross-section of the, <laughs> of the negativity. Rinse and repeat, lads. After 13 minutes, it was just more of the same. Good start, soft goal. We had chances before our time, which we didn't take. And then in the second half, a bit of a tactical change from Cooper and there was zero response from Marsh. Seems like it might be the end for Jesse. There is no attacking plan of how we're going to unlock teams apart from fucking chaos. It's not fucking working. I was watching the game with my girlfriend and her family and my girlfriend's wonderful, but she knows nothing about football. But uh, there was a moment on about 20 minutes where we booted the ball upfield and then committed a few men to try and win it back. And it had dissolved into one of those scrums where a few players on either side are fighting for the ball and you know the situation that gives Marsh a boner and then it kind of falls loose to uh, Adams and we were all lined up in about five yards of width ahead of Adams and she just goes why are they all so bunched together why why aren't they going in those space down the sides and I just thought yep We've said the same thing a hundred times. And then slightly later in the game, I was trying to explain Gagan pressing. And she just goes, <laughs> I just don't think you're very good. No, we're not. Marsh, fuck off. Today was a turning point for me. I didn't expect a win today. Uh, I expected a draw. It, it's, a, it's an away game against a side that's had better form. I didn't expect the new players to play much or be great because they're brand new. But I was expecting a good performance. I was expecting to feel like it had been there for the taking and it wasn't. I don't know what Jesse Marsh did to prepare the team for this game. And I didn't see a thing that he changed at halftime. What a fucking shit show. We are going one way and that's straight out of the Premier League. Fucking, we've got a loser of a manager, a loser with a loser's mentality. We've got momentum. We got momentum. Yeah, the momentum of a piece of shit being thrown directly off the edge of a cliff. The football that we're playing in the marsh is pretty much schoolboy football. It's kick and rush. Everybody running towards the ball like headless chickens. We know sense of who does what and when. And the second thing, uh, I know you bang on about uh, Bielsa and everything, but I'm with you, lads. At that point, we had a, a style of play that basically we knew what we were doing going forward. All that Marsh needed to do is tighten us up at the back and we'd have been fine. It's time to let him go because... Let's be honest, it's not getting any better. And if we carry on as we are, we're going to end up back at fucking Cardiff every bastard week. Marsh has said we've played well in the last three games. Villa, Brentford and Forest in parts. I challenge that and say we only played well because they allowed us to play well. They realise if you sit deep, sit central, Leeds have got nothing to offer going forward and you're going to catch them on the break, catch them in defensive calamity as soon as you have a set piece. It's pathetic. He needs to go. We need to get a manager in that can make the most of our squad. We've got good wingers. We've got some good players. Time to go, Jesse. Time to go. Jesse Marsh has been given every single tool he needs to make us maybe at least a mid-table club. Yet he seems to get far more protection from the board. We have a really good front line. We have a, a good midfield. Defence is you know, fairly decent, I think. <laughs> we, we shouldn't be relegation fodder. I, I don't see where this goes. I don't see how this gets better. Yeah, but apart from that, <laughs> wow, a pretty damning indictment, wasn't it? Just, you know, the guy who um, who was watching it along with his girlfriend, uh, did you catch his name? Uh, no. Not off the top of your head. What a catch he is, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I can picture that face. 
I'm going to talk to you now about gag impressing. Again. Yeah, probably quite telling that someone, an observer can go, this looks weird. What are you doing? Yeah, no, it is, isn't it? Yeah, fresh eyes on it. It never really went beyond that either, did it? I think um, my reaction yesterday, I was surprised it happened yesterday. I think like these things tend to happen. It's since becoming for a long time and then happened all very mm-hmm. suddenly. And I think, you know, ultimately my main frustration is at the board and how they spent two years chatting to this guy. And it's just really not been what it was sold as. And then seeing the news come through and seeing pictures of Jesse, and I did feel some slight sympathy for him because it must be shit moving across countries to... He likes travelling, isn't it? Well, yeah, but for thousands of people to hate what you're doing. But then, you know, you read Phil Hayes' piece and see how the board themselves were asking Jesse to kind of shut up and just talk less and do his job. And my sympathy, I have less of it at that point. Mm. And ultimately, last night, I did have this feeling of, I don't have to write about another Jesse Marsh press conference. I don't have to watch his football. Is that what Moscow makes you do? (laughs) Yeah, and it's just not fun. And, uh, you know, I don't have to watch his football and try and think of something interesting to say when ultimately we're just doing the same thing again and again and again. You know, he's, he's been talking these last few weeks about improved performances and describing the defeat at Villa as the complete performance. And ultimately, I don't think it's any different to how we played against Leicester in his first game. I don't think anything's really changed. And after a year, it's about time someone just goes, yeah, this ain't working, is it? We all, we all said it, didn't we, as we came into the office this morning, like, isn't it refreshing not to just have to have the same conversations? We can now talk about something else. And not to, I just feel a bit a bit lighter for knowing it's happened because it was always going to happen. It was just waiting for it to occur because it was, we're in the final, it's like they're waiting to go to the airport stage of a holiday is what it felt like. You know, the bit where you're like, I just want a bit home now. Just had enough of this. You're like, <laughs> yeah. this is the, the bit from now to getting home is rubbish and yeah. I just I just need it to be over with. Yeah. And we've been at that stage for a while with well, Jesse. We've heard from um, Scoobs, haven't we? He's done the press conference. That's just uh, been on shortly before we recorded this. Well, we'll talk about Scoobs a bit on the preview. We've got a separate Man United um, preview, part one of this week's activities coming up on your feed in a bit. But um, let's stick to the propaganda. We can probably move on from Jesse in this one because if you want to hear us blathering on about Jesse for the best part of an hour, have a look for that in your feed as well. <laughs> we put a show out called Jesse Marsh Sacks. Don't know if you noticed, that happened yesterday. Yeah, I, f- I felt so bad that. about maybe being a bit harsh on him in that. And then you listen to those clips and I think we were quite measured compared <laughs> to some people. Well, I mean, this is the thing, like so, so many people have so much like of their emotional well-being tied up in the fortunes of, of Leeds United and I'm no different to that. I'm just trying to not let it affect me as much this year. I'm trying to be a grown-up, but it doesn't work. It's no. like, and, and, and the sense of relief I felt knowing that he's gone. You were positive uh, when he was here and you're positive now he's gone. Yeah, <laughs> I mean... part of your new personality. As you, as you, were, as you were saying... <laughs> When you when you all positive personality. No, but as you were saying, Rob, like on a human level, as I get older, I do feel more empathy, you know, like the human aspect of it. Mm. Yeah. It can't be pleasant. People all calling you a dickhead and telling you to get out of your job and stuff. But I get it sort of comes with the territory, doesn't it? You it's like being a football club owner, you choose to buy a football club and expose yourself to that. And you choose to be a manager of a football club because the high points are really, really good. Unfortunately, the low points are horrible. Someone once told me my head looked like a butt plug in the YouTube comments. <laughs> so I mean, I know all about the abuse. <laughs> Surely it would it's taper. Not, you don't yeah, need to taper, not, wouldn't you? Yeah, like, it's not. It's have not, you seen that film Coneheads? You're not going to guide it in easily. No. It's, um, <laughs> it's, there's going to be initial resistance, I feel. Let's go chin first, but then you'd have to... <laughs> Should we hear from some dickhead quite, managers? Quite, quite, quite bristly, though. It's probably not, not pleasant. Shall um, we? <laughs> yeah. Go, let's go. Let's start with um, from a manager who, who was talking too much in Jesse to Jurgen Klopp, who doesn't want to speak to one particular person at all. 
that, that has been a theme throughout the season, starting so slowly. It, do you, it, I know you said you can't explain it, but is it is it a men, do you think it is a mentality thing? Is it does it make you look at how you prepare for games? The fact that they can then start the game so slowly when you've had a whole week on the training field. It's very really difficult to talk to you. If I'm one hundred percent honest, I would prefer not to do that. You know why? For all the things you wrote, so if somebody else wants to ask that question, then I answer it, yeah, and I'll if not, it you ask it. And then I, can you say it again, please? Uh, yeah. You know why. Is you in Klopp 13? <laughs> <laughs> it's such a teenager's response, isn't it? I love um, I love that he gets someone else to ask the same question <laughs> and he answers it. It's like, I really wish the original journalist had just gone, Jürgen, I think you're a knobhead. I mean, He's it, like, well, I'm not going to talk to you. Get the other guy to say it. It is the ultimate, like, passive, not even passive-aggressive move. It's like, it's like outwardly aggressive, isn't it? Yeah. It's, all, it's almost tantamount to, well, tell my wife that I said this. And then she goes, well, tell my husband I did this. <laughs> and you're in the same room. What a strange... It, it, apparently it was the wrong journalist as well. I was, I was trying to work out who it was and he, he got the... It was mistaken identity. Oh, really? Or maybe they were from the same publication, but it wasn't even the same person. It was James Pierce, wasn't it? Of the athletic mm. fame. Yeah, but I think he was annoyed about something. We know, we know, we know, what, we know what they're like. Great Sick bunch of lads. Great, great, bunch, great bunch of lads. lads. Great bunch of great lads. Bunch of lads. It, was, it wasn't the right person. A- apparently not. It was the same... I think it was someone from the athletic, but not the right person. Can you something. just tell James Pierce that, oh, I apologise, actually. I got the wrong guy. <laughs> It's he does this all the time with his Klopp. He's a, such a baby. A, though, particularly when, well, he's one of those those blokes when, which I suppose everyone is to an extent, but when things are going well, he's a great laugh, isn't he? Yeah. He's, he's having a good bit of banter with the people asking the questions. He's loving so, it. In a, with a shit-eating grin. But then, yeah, when, when it's all going wrong, he's like, I'm not speaking to you because you've hurt my feelings. <laughs> you wrote a bad thing about me <laughs> in a, in a, about football that's ultimately inconsequential. <laughs> right. I mean, to be fair, it's nothing though compared to Nathan Jones's. I mean, you were mentioning him there before. He's... What a strange little man. I've compromised. I've compromised in terms of certain principles because of one personnel, but two, you know, um, the, the way the people want to play and so on. And, and I've compromised because fans and, and so on. Compromised on a few little things, to be honest with you, but no more. Because at the end of the day, it's, it's, I've been very successful. And I've been very successful playing a real fluent style. Luton were a real aggressive front-footed side. Statistically, there weren't many better than me around Europe in terms for aggression, clean sheets, defending your box, balls in the box, XG, all those things. I've had to compromise certain things and I won't, I'm not doing that again. Wow. Statistically, they weren't many better than me. Not my team, me. It's all about me. <laughs> I've looked at his, because saying how successful he is as well, Look at his, looking down his honours, EFL League Two runner-up did that. That was good. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Very successful then. Yeah, it's one manager of the month a few times. I mean, that shouldn't be sniffed at. I'm sure they appreciate that. Yeah. The old, the old managers. Yeah. The details in the Athletic story on that press conference is excellent how Jones apparently walked into the room muttering expletives under his breath. <laughs> Just... that's, that's never the sign of a man who's, who's <laughs> yeah. functioning well in his job, is it? That... And uh, yeah, it was put to him that um, the Southampton fans had booed one of his substitutions and he sort of says, well, they always do that. And it's like, maybe that's part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> people are always wrong about me. <laughs> Everywhere I turn. Yeah. Everything I do, <laughs> people are always upset. What is it? Yeah, yeah but we... we um... We rightly labelled him a dickhead when he beat Bielsa, didn't we? And he did the yeah the celebration and the picture, then the picture of him by the picture mm. and all that sort of and stuff. And then, um, as Moscow has pointed out on the blog, it was when he went back to Luton because he was made such a mess of the Stoke job and he coached at Ellen Road and it was he uh, wanted to show off that he could speak Spanish, so he called Pablo a uh, son of a bitch. <laughs> and it's like, again, it's not on at all. Nathan, 
maybe you're the problem here. <laughs> Probably speaks better Spanish than Pablo Hernandez, mm. if you ask him. Yeah. <laughs> me, best Spanish speaker in all of Europe, <laughs> statistically. Oh, dear me. He'll um, be back at Luton soon enough, won't he? Yeah, he'll, yeah, he'll, he'll tumble down the pyramid. He's going to end up on the, the Darren Ferguson trajectory with Luton, where he'll just go back there every every year, just try somewhere else for a bit. Nah, not working. Back to Peterborough. It's the only place it works. Here in Yorkshire, we don't like waste. So with energy consumption front of mind these days, there's a lot of focus on conserving it and minimising waste. Boxed have loads of great advice on their website about how to use your heating system as efficiently as possible to help keep your energy bills down should you leave your heating on all the time or switch it on and off as needed. Boxed will help you answer that question and plenty more and save you plenty of cash in the long run too. You could save up to £1,150 a year by upgrading to a new, more efficient boiler and using a Google Nest learning thermostat. Boxed, take away the hassle of upgrading your boiler to a brand new A-rated one. The process starts on the website, couldn't be easier. Installation is carried out by an expert qualified installer and is included in the price. 0% finance is available, subject to status. Boxed will give you a fixed, fair price in just 90 seconds. And as a listener to this show, you can save an additional £50 on your online quote by using the code TSB50. So just head to boxed.co.uk, that's B-O-X-T.co.uk, and use that code TSB50 to upgrade your boiler and save money now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Um, City Extra, they've lost Consuelo, haven't they? they? Have. He's gone off to Bayern, Munchen, but they've been chatting. And I'm guessing these clips, Michael, are in here just because they've got funny accents. More or less, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they got giddy this weekend because you know Arsenal lost, yeah, ahead of their game. And they did a watch along. The title's on. They were, well, you'll, you'll hear it. It's um, I think the the accent really jars with the style of presentation. We've <laughs> we've talked a lot about Americanisms recently with with Marsh and everything, but this is well, somewhere between. Oh, I'm going to say Tim Westwood, but not not in that way. Yeah, let's the, let's, the sound effects stuff. Tim Westwood used to do. Let's avoid that reference. <laughs> 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 Gotta be it, ref. 
Come on, referee. Come That's got to be it, ref. Come on, referee. Guys, I want the flames in the chat, man. I want to spam the flames, man. What's the fire emojis? Let's get it hot in here. Let's go. <laughs> Come on, man. Referee. That's it. That's it. Awesome. Let's go. <laughs> yes! <laughs> the Arsenal Finally. Back to back L's for Arsenal. <laughs> oh, they can't deal. They can't deal. Pressure mounting. Let's go! I've just opened the chat up, by the way, to everyone, man, because that's party season, baby! Arsenal lose at Everton. What does that mean now? That means that it's five points to gap. <laughs> I only really knew what they were talking about for the last 10 seconds of that clip. Much of the rest of it was just youth noise. <laughs> that was oh, nice I'm drinking Prime. It's an L. The flames in the chat. What were they on about? Let's go. My son walked in with a bottle of Prime the other day. By the way, went he went to the shop after uh, after school. You've already told me how much it cost. Go I, don't, I don't wish to. I don't wish to go over it again. It, it upset me a great deal. Was, I, it eight, was it eight pounds? Eight quid, yeah, I was. I was. I was upset. Not at him because he's a kid and he doesn't really know any better. I was upset at the concept. I mean, I'm a Yorkshireman and I'm tight-fisted, but Michael, you're in a whole new stratosphere. <laughs> it's a child as well. You shouldn't be having energy drinks. It's not an energy drink, is it? It's, oh, is it not? No, it's just like, it's like, it's not like an energy drink in the sense that it's got caffeine in it. Oh, oh I thought it was. No, it's just like, um, like Lucas Ed Sport, like an isotonic style, ah, okay. style drink. Fair enough. For, I was going to you know, for all the workouts he does. <laughs> age 11. <laughs> oh, he's a, he's a big lad, isn't he? Is he, yeah. is he still on the creatine? <laughs> bulking up his FIFA thumbs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to suggest you should have... Uh, should make him drink a full crate of Red Bull as punishment. <laughs> Jittering. Well, mind you, I think it wasn't that what caused Jack Clark to have a seizure too much. Right? Let's, 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 let's move on uh, for too much Red Bull chat here, haven't we, over the last year? Right, next anyway, one. So this is more, more City Extra. Yes, this is them going one down. Oh, great. So, Spurs. So the, the flames in the chat? They were, they were quite positive at the start of this game. So, oh, we're playing well, we're playing well. And this was, was that 14, 15 minutes in, something like this. Reset. Reset. Noel Rodri, that's a terrible decision. It's a terrible fucking decision oh from Rodri. 1-0 Spurs. Oh and just like that, oh again, God. just oh like in the first game, oh poor decision-making, and we're 1-0 down. Rodri with another shit pass, which has cost us a goal. What on earth is he doing playing the ball to recall Lewis there when he can see that there's a guy again, right on top of him? Again, bro, again. Why do we, we have... Can have we can... 84% of possession. It doesn't matter. Fuck's we sake. just shit the bed in that moment like that. It's fucking dog. Fucking shit. What on earth is... No, Rodri, no, that's just a that's terrible so decision. Dead. It's a terrible decision. That's one so down dead. And Rodri's fucked us yet again. Fuck off. <laughs> that's so dead. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what you were leaving in and then I realised, yeah. So, so dead. So dead. <laughs> oh, they're great fun, aren't they? Uh, Do you know him at full time? Yeah. It is the worst stadium to go to because we can't score a fucking goal there. We can't, we can't, we can't score a fucking goal because we're just shit. We can't create chances. We are broken as a team right now. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, I'm just like, have a good, you know, get top four, have a good run at the Champions League and just fucking go again next season. We will not win the league because we can't, we don't know. I'm not saying this as like reactionary viral shit. We don't know how to score football goals, bro. We don't know how to score we don't. I'm not saying that as like a joke. We don't know what we're doing. We've scored, I'm checking, 53 goals this season. The highest amount in the Premier League, as far as I can tell. <laughs> How many goals has Highland scored on his own? Yeah, like 23 now, isn't it? He's beaten the... more, isn't it? Is it? I thought, my, I thought it was up to like 26 or something. Uh, so, yeah, they know how to score more goals than other people. Yeah, I mean, they, they beat Arsenal in the 
FA Cup then prior to that they won 3-0 and 4-2 so um, Erling Haaland has scored 25 goals 25 goals yeah don't know how to do it don't they no they don't know how to do it uh, top assister is Kevin De Bruyne as well so they, they seem to be faring okay relative to the rest of us shall we say dead player dead we're dead man <laughs> whatever uh, so they've actually been talking as well last clip from them about the UEFA rule breaches this mm. is the the charge they've been charged it's been alleged anyway that they've breached loads of Premier League rules Premier League have cited a load of stuff yeah said you've done all this financial doping is is what they've been accused of which kind of it does add up when you look at the fact that they've had um, they continually report figures revenue figures in excess of like as much as you don't want to praise Man United in excess of Man United who are a far bigger global presence than are them. you suggesting that your mobile phone is not on the Etisalat network is it a real one that or is that it, one of those ones that it, doesn't no it? it's, it's a real one but I think a LinkedIn page. it's probably over in like Abu right, Dhabi yeah. rather than here say yeah but there are a few there are a few sponsorships they've got with people who have a LinkedIn page and that's it and the, the LinkedIn people are not real people and stuff aren't they which right. is there's a bit of that going on so anyway I went on to City Extra he did a live stream it went on for over an hour did this so I'm not going to make you listen to all of that but shall I just put it all out <laughs> <laughs> just put the whole thing out. Yeah. but I mean you're looking for some forensic analysis of what's likely to happen yeah yeah all that sort of stuff. The sort of detail that we like to indulge in when, exactly. when we're doing a show. Of really, course, get yeah. really granular. So I know you know some good football finance podcasts like yeah. the Kieran Maguire stuff. This, this one as well. This one as well, obviously. But they were, this is him discussing the rule breaches and he's doing it with the... He's treating it with all the gravitas of like someone <laughs> who's been, being told off for, for having an untidy bedroom. So again, you've got to ask yourself, okay, so how bad is that? Is that bad? How bad is that? So you've not clearly defined how much a player is going to be getting paid or our manager's going to be getting paid in the contract with the club. Okay. Well, that, that, that ain't great. You know what I mean? It, one, it's a breach of the rule. Um, and two, you don't know how much they're paying. So when, when, the, when, if the Premier League wanted to audit those things, well, they don't know how much you're paying them because you've not put it in the, in the contract. So again, yeah, it, it's, it's, that seems like not great, but it also seems to me like, is it really that fucking bad? <laughs> doesn't seem that bad to me. But again, it depends how serious you're taking these things. You've not said in your contracts how much you're getting paid properly. Or you've not made it clear. Right, so what? Yeah, all right, sorry, I should have done that. <laughs> it seemed to me like a big deal, that. <laughs> On a real, yeah? You want me to know what? You want, you want, you want to know my uh, honest opinion, yeah? <laughs> you want to know my honest opinion on this, right? Is, yeah, I think we probably breached a few of them rules. But for me, it's which rules have we breached because some of them rules there, like they're, they're much to do about nothing. Yeah, what we breach the UEFA rules. So basically, the, what I'm taking out of Rule Three is if you if you breach the UEFA rules, you've automatically breached Premier League rules. Right? Okay. Right. Well, that's fine. We already knew we breached UEFA rules. We got done for it. We got punished for that. So there's, I don't really see Premier League being able to do too much. Otherwise, then you're being punished twice. Yeah. But maybe maybe they can do a little bit. Whatever. That's not an issue. Um, City weren't profitable enough in 2015 to 2018. Right, okay, so basically an FFP breach. Okay, right, what we're talking here, right? You know what I mean? Whatever. <laughs> City have not cooperated. Okay, we didn't cooperate with UEFA. We got a £10 so million pound fine. We got a £10 million pound fine for not cooperating with UEFA. So I'd, I would suspect the Premier League are going to do something similar to that. So we're going to get a fine. Right, cool, whatever. <laughs> have Manchester City lied about their revenue? If so, how much have they lied by? Did they did they actually like fully lie, or was it just a, like a bit a of a mistake? Like you know, they've got to understand that. A bit of a mistake. You clearly didn't define how much players and managers were getting paid within their contracts. Okay, right. So is that a bad thing? How how bad is that? I don't really know. <laughs> to me, that seems like okay. Yeah, you breached a rule, 
but it doesn't really seem that bad to me. Like it's one of them. Like, how bad is that? <laughs> There's a hundred breaches. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, nah, but that's like that. Yeah, but guys, they're all like similar. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so Rob, just talk me through this. How bad is that? I don't know. It's not that bad. I think um, the worry with all this thing is that City just like hire really expensive lawyers. I think they should send him into the courtroom. Just like, <laughs> all right, you're on it. It's like, what, what, what are we talking here? It's like really? in, in train spotting when, uh, when Spud goes for that, <laughs> yeah, that job, yeah. job interview. <laughs> <laughs> just, just ranting at the uh, at the interviewers. Well, you've got a hundred breaches here. Yeah, but really, they're all similar. It's all right. I mean, was it an accidental breach? All hundred of them? Oh, come, come on, mate. I I wrong over when I was doing them. They were, <laughs> isn't that bad? Um, There's over a hundred breaches. Yeah, but because they're all similar. Yes, they're all they're all similar. Yes, that's kind yeah. of the point. You've yeah. it's a serial. It's a string of offences. Yeah, I cheated on my wife not once but a hundred times, yeah. but it was all with the same woman. Um, um, which I didn't, by the way. I know there. I know there are a dozen bodies in the back in the back garden, but they're all. They're it's all, a small alley. It's all. It's all really one. If you think about it. Oh, you're going to charge me with each and every one, are you? Bloody! I can't do anything in this country. So I hope they Bloody get woke, gone mad, in it. So I really hope they get spanked for this, just because just because he was so blasé about it. And and, um, and what's the what's the postscript to this that you found? Oh, just because I was looking, uh, I was looking through their merch, and they do have a a Caldoun versus UEFA phone case where he's he's tearing up a, a UEFA thing, which was launched after their um, after their case against UEFA. So, Madden, but the, the Premier League have said that this can't go to CAS, haven't they? As part of their it's part rules. of the rules, yeah, yeah. So the thing is, it will slightly annoy me because they'll probably punish Man City properly, whereas if it was Liverpool or Man United or Arsenal, they, do you know how, they probably they probably wouldn't? Do you know who I think will bear the brunt of this most? Newcastle, funnily mm. enough, because they'll. Tighten it up. They'll, they'll get away with it somehow because they, they do because they're rich. But they'll make sure that Newcastle can't do the same thing, and they'll be really, really ultra tight on them. And that'll, that'll oh god, that'll be its own set of whinging, won't it? They're already, <laughs> they're already think they're being picked on the Newcastle fans because mm. people keep going on about all the they'll, bloody. They'll murder people the keep, embassy. People keep hell. going on about it all. I didn't bloody. go in there and use that bone saw myself, did I? It's bloody, it's bloody bone saws. This gaze that you can't. Oh god, why are we being picked on so much? We've yeah. always had a green kit. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Dreadful. Right, um, should we go over to the Jordanian YouTube bloke from Liverpool then? Yes, so this was What's him. What's his name? It's, uh, well, he's Don Hussam Don 6 on, six, on right. Twitter, because this was not his YouTube channel. This was on a Twitter space. You may have heard this because it did the rounds, but this was after the Wolves' defeat. and he's. Um, so this is the guy who, if you've heard previous episodes, rolls his R's very dramatically. Mm, you're not a very fan of Curtis Jones. No. For example. Oh, fuck Salah. Fuck Nunes. Fuck Gakpo, fuck Gomez, fuck Matip, fuck Robertson, fuck Thiago, fuck Keita, fuck Klopp. Happy now? We keep the same energy for everyone, yeah. Get the, these fuckers are all letting us down. Manager can't manage, coach who can't keep his fucking mouth shut, and he writes a book every time. Do you guys know that we now have more fucking books released than we have away wins? Robertson, book released. Henderson, book released. Pep Linders, book released. John Achtenberg, book released. We have more books released than we have away wins. My head is hot. My vein is popping out my head. Yeah. The vein is popping out. Yeah. The, 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 the way we are so arrogant. We are so arrogant. Forget we use the word negligence. But we are so arrogant, you guys. We wrote 100 books. Yeah, Habibi, we won one title. We won one title. Yeah. Why are you writing fucking book after book? Imagine we won 15 titles. Will you make 15 movies and bring Morgan Freeman to fucking speak on it? Yeah, we won one title and one Champions League. That is our success. And we're sat here just fucking shit, man, losing to Wolves and shit. Fuck you and fuck your books. 
I bought the Flinders' book and I will use it as toilet paper. And I will wipe my shit with his face <laughs> every fucking week. I will wipe it with his face. I will wipe it with his fucking face because that's what his book deserves. I like how he's targeted books as the problem here. <laughs> it's really, really got to be in his bonnet about the books. I it, think it, feel, it feels like he's off the, he sort of flits between them, but he's very much a single issue man. Curtis Jones and now books. And now books. Yeah. yeah. Pep Linders, I think. It, the, if Curtis Jones ever writes a book. <laughs> Is he the assistant manager, Linders? I, I didn't even know who he was talking about. I was just entertained by the whole I thing. I think so, yeah. Just for the record, the 10th, by the way. Which is quite bad, I suppose. Well, relative to where they've been, but, you know, can't win it every season, can you? No, it's true. If people would stop picking on Klopp, they, mm. might, they might do a bit better. But yeah, the, um, I think he's promoted that Pep Linders book on his channel before. I think maybe... <laughs> and he's really got a free copy. <laughs> done, a, done a giveaway. Because <laughs> yeah. he said as well, he, he obviously really hates the books, but even said, I've got that book. <laughs> and now we're gonna it was to given wipe, to me as a free gift. <laughs> and I'm going to have to wipe my ass on it every <laughs> single day. I, I guess his face is only on the cover, so he's... If he wants to actually wipe his ass on his face, he's going to have to reuse the oh, cover. The paper cuts. Yeah, and it's going to... It's quite a risk. He's going to have to wipe it after each use as well, probably. So if he wants to reuse it, if he wants to wipe it... Oh, on the it, cover, you mean? It, yeah, because he's... Uh, I presume... At least um, your cover's likely to have mm. a gloss finish, though, rather than the sort of matte finish of the pages. Yeah, I suppose so. Still, it's not going to take many rinses under a tap, though, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking from personal experience there. <laughs> Well, I think that's the end of the show, then, isn't it? Send a message. What's the funniest thing you've ever wiped your ass on? Send in your, send in your messages. <laughs> Tweet at the square ball. Don't forget to like and subscribe, guys. Dear me, right. Pair of socks. <laughs> we'll speak to you in a bit. The Square Ball Podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.